The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. I was once one of the featured speakers at a large convention. Won't say which one. Um, toward the close of the convention, you know, over the course of the weekend, it was a weekend and I spoke many, many times, I and a number of others spoke many, many times about many different things. Yeah, to close, we had a quote-unquote Ask the Rabbi feature. And it was a packed, packed, packed room. I think about 500 people were in the room. And the questions were coming in fast and furious on a whole bunch of different subjects. So one of the questions that came in, came in, and it was on a subject that, you know, I really didn't... So there were two people on the panel, myself and someone else. So when I didn't know... I said, I don't know, I can't really give it, share any insight. Maybe my fellow panelist can, and when he didn't, he would allow me to weigh in if I knew. And then somebody asked a Shaila that was not only very contextual, very situational, but it was also, it was, it was really way out of my realm, way out of anything that I could have possibly answered. And I shared with the crowd then a story that had taken place. Uh, the story was a story that happened with me. It happened quite a few years ago, if I think back how many years ago, somewhere about 20-something years ago. I woke up one morning, about 6 a.m. I was sleeping, 6 a.m., all of a sudden I wake up, I open my eyes, and as I opened my eye, I felt like chas v'sholem. There was a knife in my eye. The pain was so intense, it was so incredible, it was so strong, I was shaking, trembling, trembling for, for five minutes. Could not get a hold of myself, but felt like there was a knife in my eye. I don't know what to do with myself. I couldn't, get, I couldn't catch my breath. Forget about falling back asleep. That was over. But I could not catch my breath. Didn't know what to do. Okay, I was in Kyle in those years. I was davening at the Kyle. I went to the Kyle davening at, I think we started then 7.15, 7.30, whatever it was. And this was out of town. So at the Dominic, it's a community kailo, so there'd be many people from the town there. There were many, many doctors there. And after Dominic, I went over to one of them who was a pediatrician, a very competent physician. And I asked him, I said, Joel, do you mind looking at my eye? Look at this thing. It looks terrible. So much pain. I had so much pain this morning when I woke up. And he looks and he says, well, I'm not an eye doctor. I said, I know, but you look at eyes. I mean, you're a doctor. He says, yeah, let me see. Looks like conjunctivitis to me. You'll be okay. Pink eye. Okay, fine. No problem. I let it alone. Fine. Conjunctivitis, I've had pink eye in the past. I never felt like this, but if he tells me it's pink eye, it's pink eye. Later that evening, I'm still in quite a bit of pain. Quite a bit of pain. So, it was night seder. And I had a chavrusa. He was an obstetrician. So I said to him, let's say his name is Mike. I said, Mike, maybe you could help me. Maybe you could look at my eyes. He says, I'm an obstetrician. I, I deliver babies. I don't know eyes. I said, do the babies you deliver have eyes? I mean, come on. You know what eyes are. You, could, you, you, you did a rotation. You did an eye rotation in medical school. It's not complicated. My eye. He says, I don't think so. But let me look. Yeah, he said, yeah, pink eye. It looks like pink eye to me. I said, okay, great. Okay, Baruch Hashem. Maybe it's just the worst case of pink eye that I've had in a long time. Another day goes by, it's not quite as painful, but it's still, still not comfortable. And the next night I was learning with another Chavrusa. He was also a doctor, actually. He was, he was an orthopedist. And I said to him, Jerry, 
Maybe do me a favor. Could you look at my eye? I have this pain. I told him the story. I woke up. He says, hey, I fix bones. I don't know eyes. What do you want from my life? I, I can't help you with eyes. I said, come on, Jerry. You know what eyes are, right? You just look at my eye. He looks. He says, I don't know. I really, it's not really not my field, but I don't know. It looks, he says, yeah, it looks like a little irritation. Maybe pink eye, maybe not. Whatever. It's no big deal. Okay. Leave it alone. A few days go by. And the problem disappears, and life goes back to being great again. A couple months later, 6 o'clock in the morning, open my eyes, the pain is back. Again, I am shaking, shaking. At least I know that it's going to get a little better over the next few days, but it is so unbearably painful. I did not know what to do with myself. I couldn't come to myself. It was a Friday morning. And finally, after dominating, I decided I have had it. That's it. I'm sick and tired of this. I'm going to go to the doctor. I'm going to go to an eye doctor and I'm going to find out what's actually going on with my eye. So I call up my friend who's an eye doctor. Don't know why I didn't think of asking him before, but I mean, eyes are eyes. All doctors should know what an eye infection is like, right? So I pick up the phone and I call my friend, Dr. Joel. He's an eye doctor. And I said, Joel, uh, hi, it's me. Uh, just a little question for you. He says, I tell him, I woke up at 6 o'clock in the morning, open up my eye, and I feel the stabbing pain. He says, oh, yeah, yeah, I know already. It's a corneal abrasion. I said, I didn't even tell you what the problem was yet. He says, I know, I know, I know exactly what it is. It's a corneal abrasion, and you're going to come and you're coming to the office, but Lamai said, we're going to have to do this and this surgery on you. I'm like, Joel, how do you know? He says, because those are the symptoms. You hear those symptoms, you know exactly what it is. I'm not going to bore you with the details of what it was. But it was incredible. Of course, he knew in an instant. He was 100% right. It ended up needing two surgeries. I, it was, but the incredible thing was that all this time, I'm going to somebody because he's called a doctor. So he's a doctor, he's a doctor, he's a doctor. Guess what? The orthopedist fixed my bones on a few occasions. He set my kids' broken arms on more than one occasion, right? And the pediatrician, he diagnosed many an ear infection and did it well. And the obstetrician never delivered any of our babies, but he delivered a couple thousand other people's babies. So they all were very competent at what they were doing, and they were all doctors. But he was an eye doctor. And an eye doctor is an expert on eyes. So what I shared with this person who asked that question was, I said, it's not enough to just ask a rabbi. You can't just ask a rabbi. You can't just ask a rav. You can't just ask a Talmud Chacham. You gotta know who you're asking, and you gotta know what you're asking. You gotta know what you're asking, and then you have to know who to ask. And by that I don't mean shop around, but what I mean is that certain rabbanim have expertise in certain shilas, and other rabbanim have expertise in other shilas. There's multiple layers of smicha. The smicha on Yeridea, the smicha on Cheshen Mishra, the smicha on Hilchas Shabbos. Just because you have smicha on Hilchas Shabbos doesn't mean you're capable of paskin in Cheshen Mishra. Just because you can paskin in Cheshen Mishra doesn't mean you can paskin Yisab Ahetra and Basar Bacholov. Different shilas. When, 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 when in Sarashnir, we, we, we very often have shilas. Should we offer a degree program? If we do, how should we do it? What should we do? How should we deal with this subject matter? What should we do with this one, with that one? I have Rabbanim that I call. But I don't always call the same Rav for all Shilas. When it comes to mental health, there's one Rav I call because he is a world's renowned expert on mental health. And when it comes to other Shilas, I call somebody else because that's his field of expertise. So you need to know who you're asking and what you're asking. Because if you don't do that, 
you very likely can be asking a very, very wonderful Shiloh to the wrong person who can't really help you. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.